everybody in this video i'm going to walk you through the number one mistake you want to avoid if you're feeling health anxiety on a regular basis and how you can start to dramatically reduce it so if you don't know who i am i'm ty hicks i'm a mental health coach uh, i overcame suicidal depression because um, therapy medication hospitalization none of that stuff really worked really well for me but i knew there had to be a way i figured out my own way to live anxiety and depression free now i help other people do the same um, and i want you to have the mental health that you deserve so let's talk about health anxiety. So especially when COVID happened, we started experiencing a large rise in, in uh, health anxiety cases. Um, and I started to notice a lot of the patterns revolved around this particular type of anxiety. And I've got to know it very well. We've had many people who have been struggling with this in the past couple of years that we've helped get to a spot where they really have the mental health that they want now. Um, and they've dramatically reduced their anxiety levels. And uh, one key thing that I want to share with you today that accelerates health anxiety is uh, it, it also accelerates just regular anxiety too, you know, to be fair, but around health anxiety in particular, I've seen it really, really bad, is the question why. So here's something, here's one of my observations, having worked with so many people on the anxiety issue of all fronts. The human mind has a drive to try to feel certain about things. We almost have this like addiction to information because what we want is we want to be able to explain what our problem is. And in some weird way, being able to explain what the problem is almost makes us feel better. Right. And this is why this has honestly created a big problem, because in the mental health industry, like the past hundred plus years, that's where it's all been trending. Right. Like there's been so much around, oh, there's this one particular pattern. Oh, let's name that this disorder. And oh, there's this particular pattern. Oh, let's name that this disorder. They're, they're pumping out new disorders every year. Right. Like they're they're calling stuff that has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years new disorders and they're getting more specified and more nuanced to the point that honestly most of these uh, disorders like overlap with each other so like for example i've done at this point probably i don't have the exact number off the top of my head it's it's certainly over five thousand. it's probably closer to ten thousand hour-long consultations with people dealing with depression or anxiety of some kind and so i do a detailed question of like how do you think? What do you feel? How does your day go? And what I've learned is that one person could, you know, get in front of one particular therapist and they're diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. That same person could go and talk to a different therapist and that different therapist is going to say, what? You don't have borderline personality disorder. You just have generalized anxiety disorder. So it's it tends to be arbitrary at some level, right? But People crave that like diagnosis because they just want to compartmentalize what they're dealing with. They just want to be able to go, oh, okay, that's what it is. Cool. Now I can name it. Now that I can name it, now what do we do? Right? And people want to go down this rabbit hole of why, 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 why? What do I, what is it? Why is that there? Oh, how did I get that? Where did that come from? And so the mental health industry has been scratching that itch that we have of pathologizing all of these different patterns. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying like 
if you've been diagnosed with something that you're making it up. I'm not saying that you don't feel anxious and depressed. I'm not saying any of that, right? I'm sure that you you do have a recurring conditioned mental pattern that does need to get dealt with, but you want to be wary of just constantly trying to search and go down the rabbit hole of consuming every piece of potential information you can get and try to put new labels on yourself or heaven forbid other people, right? Because labeling other people does not ever get you closer to them. And it doesn't really give you a better understanding of what's going on because when we label somebody else or ourselves, we're now generalizing. And when you generalize, you're, you're essentially like putting on a new set of glasses and saying, Oh, well, you know, this person is a, a, a narcissist. So now I need to take all of their actions and all of their words through the lens that they are a narcissist. And do you think that might affect like your ability to actually empathize with what they might be feeling, right? And like connect with them and understand them. So very often we're pursuing knowledge and certainty in the name of progress, but it's not getting us closer to progress. So with health anxiety in particular, what people do is they just go down a giant rabbit hole of like Googling all of their different symptoms. And that's a very common example of it. And they're trying to like diagnose themselves or they're trying to go, well, what if my heart's doing this? And what if this is happening? What if this is happening? What if I, what if I feel like I'm not breathing exactly right? Right. And most of the people who I talk to, they've already been checked by a general physician. The, the doctor has already told them you're fine. It's just in your head but they still keep going down the rabbit hole of finding more and more information. And they think that's going to get them clarity. And they think that the clarity is going to make them feel safe. However, it has the opposite effect. The more information you feed yourself, the more that feeds the what if machine. And that's what's really the problem. So when you go, here's what you want to remember. When you go down the path of why, 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 and you feed yourself information and data, it's then gonna cause you to go, well, what if this, what if that, what if this, what if this? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, okay, generalized anxiety disorder. Okay, if that's what it is, then what could that mean? And where did that come from? And it's like a dog chasing its own tail. You think you're gonna get to this place of safety and security and like equilibrium, but it just doesn't happen that way, right? So why is not the right question to be asking. It's not, because it doesn't, sometimes it, Quite honestly, it doesn't even matter very often, right? I can tell you, to be honest, the, the general answer to that question is the mind develops patterns. That's really all you need to know, right? Your mind will develop conditioned patterns over time, whether you choose that or you don't choose that. Now, you can train it to develop the patterns you want, but very often it's going to have the types of patterns that you don't want if you don't, you know, train your brain to go where you want it to go. And so... For a lot of my clients, it was like they got COVID and then they recovered from COVID and COVID, they were all afraid. And so what happens is our brain learns during what we call significant emotional events. So COVID, they were all freaked out about because they were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And they don't want to feel like that ever again. And so then coming out of COVID, their brain goes, okay, I never want to have COVID again. I don't want to feel like that. And so now it's on the hunt, checking out every little potential irregularity in the body and going, oh, wait a minute, I just felt, I just felt like a little itch over here. What, what could that be? Is that a problem with my muscles? And their mind keeps going down the rabbit hole of why is that there? Why is this here? And it ends up coming up with all of these different answers. And that sensation, that cycle is essentially what causes the feeling of anxiety, right? It's you. Anxiety could be thought of as the emotional byproduct. Like think of like a car, right? Like exhaust is the byproduct. 
Anxiety is the byproduct of you chasing certainty. That's what it is. Anxiety, you will feel anxiety in direct proportion to how much you must feel certain, right? And this is why the people who are the least anxious in the world, who are the most chilled out, don't require being certain about stuff. Like they're like, oh, that happened? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't really care, right? They don't put stock in... Well, what if that? What if this? What if this? They don't have to find an answer for everything. They don't have to find an explanation for everything. So what you're going to probably find, I don't know for sure, but what you're probably going to find is if you take out the why and stop going down the why so much and you start asking yourself a different question, which is what can I do to feel better? I think you're going to be very amazed at how quickly that this can happen. I'll give you a couple stories to show you how powerful this is. Um, a gentleman I had last year was dealing with health anxiety. He kept going to the doctors once a week. He'd go to the ER uh, as well as his general physician. He had a weekly standing appointment with his doctor. And then sometimes he'd go to the ER another one or two times a week. And the doctor just kept seeing him, you know, because the doctor's like, all right, well, I'm just going to tell you the same stuff as last time. I'll check your blood levels and everything, but you're fine. And he had done that for like eight weeks. And so I said, look, you've gone eight weeks to the doctor. You've gone to the ER, you know, who knows how many times, 13 times. You've gotten all the answers they're going to give you. No matter what, do not go to the doctor for the next two weeks. Okay, just don't do that. And I gave him, I'm like, I, I said, are you willing to do that? He said, yes. So I said, great, do that. He did not go for the next two weeks. And that one thing dropped his anxiety level by about 15% because what was happening is he'd go to the doctor and then the doctor would check his blood and the doctor would do the little tests and the doctor would then tell him, well, you know, your blood pressure is this and it's a little different than last time you were here and, you know, this, this, that. Stuff that is really not consequential, stuff that does not mean that his health is bad, but his, since he's constantly searching for why, why, why and what if, what if, what if, every piece of data he was feeding himself out of the mouth of the doctor was feeding the beast right? And so here's what you want to remember is that problems need energy to live and anxiety is exactly like that. Anxiety will die when you starve it of energy. So I had him cut that out and that immediately dropped the anxiety level. I had a woman with health anxiety last year and she had gone to a general doctor and then she was going to a holistic doctor, which sometimes can be even worse with health anxiety because the holistic doctor is going to tell you like 30 different things like, oh, your iron and your magnesium and your minerals. And it's not that that doesn't have value, but for somebody who's dealing with health anxiety, your mind is now going to go down a thousand different, well, what does that mean? What does this mean? Should I do this? Should I cut this out of my diet? Stuff that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, right? And that can be a big problem. And then I also had a, a woman... Um, this was not health anxiety, but she had like a very ca catastrophizing anxiety issue where uh, she she literally like she thought that a comet was going to hit the earth. You know, that's what she thought. Um, she didn't she intellectually knew that wasn't true, but her mind kept visualizing it and imagining it and all of this stuff. And even though it had been scientifically debunked, that's not going to happen. There was all this like fake news stuff on the, you know, on the Web about uh, this comma that was supposedly coming. And because she was all fearful about it, um, on Facebook, she kept liking and engaging and sharing and viewing videos about a comet hitting the planet. 
And even though it was completely scientifically factually false, now the algorithm was feeding her all of this stuff that she knew that it knew she was going to engage with and watch, right? Which is another thing, right? If you haven't seen the social dilemma, make sure you watch that because your your phone is literally feeding you stuff that it knows is going to make you feel fearful to get you to keep watching. And so what I told her is I said, great, let's stop with Facebook. And I had, had her do the newsfeed blocker, which I've had for myself for like seven years. And I said, great, put the newsfeed blocker on. Let's do this for two weeks. Let's see how you feel. And again, dramatically dropped her anxiety level. Because now, even though she was still running through the cycle in her head and we hadn't fully dealt with that yet, she was no longer giving it fuel, right? If you remember the car, right? Anxiety is the exhaust. You're pursuing certainty, right? So anxiety is the byproduct of how much you pursue certainty. We stopped filling up the car, right? We stopped fueling it, or at least in that particular way. So rather than going down the why rabbit hole, remember that there are more important questions. Sometimes a question is not worthy of your attention, right? And why something happened or why you got to where you're at is not really the most important question. It's a well-intentioned question because your thought is, well, I need to know why, because if I identify the source, then that way I can make sure it never happens again. Yeah, true. But the source in this case is the actual thoughts themselves, right? It's the repetitive condition thinking that you're going down yourself anyway. So the way to get rid of it at the source is stop the pattern of thinking and do something different. So a question that I've found incredibly helpful and that works a lot better is to ask yourself, what can I do even better than that? What can and will I do to start feeling better today, right? Which puts it in your control, focuses on the outcome you want and uh, works a whole lot better. It gets you out of the what if trap, okay? So health anxiety is a little tricky thing. We have some case studies on our website you might find helpful. Um, I hope this has been helpful to you and please either like, share or, you know, subscribe or, you know, whatever you need to do with this video here, just go ahead and please do that because every engagement we get, um, somebody whose mental health is struggling gets to see this material who otherwise wouldn't. So it's a way for you to pay it forward to them. Um, and uh, thank you so much. I hope this has added value to you and uh, yeah, happy to help you and see you in the next one. See ya.